Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. Wayne Pratt here. If you enjoy The Gateway, take the next step and support us by going to stlpublicradio.org and making a donation. It takes just a minute and will help keep this daily news podcast possible, as well as all the in-depth news on our website and airwaves. Make a donation now at stlpublicradio.org donate. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, March 26th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Researchers at Washington University have federal approval to test a COVID-19 treatment. It involves the transfusion of blood from recovered patients to those with the disease caused by the new coronavirus. The outbreak has St. Louis area hospital workers concerned they will not have enough protective equipment. There are issues that the anticipated flood of patients will cut into the supply of masks, goggles, and other items. Webster University's Biological Sciences Department has donated N95 masks, gloves, and lab coats to Mercy Hospitals in St. Louis. The department expects the equipment to help doctors and medical professionals. The worst of the outbreak in the region could still be weeks away. That's the assessment of St. Louis County Executive Sam Page, who also says college dorms and hotels may be needed to house coronavirus patients. The Missouri congressional delegation is urging President Donald Trump to grant Governor Mike Parson's request for a federal emergency disaster declaration. It would allow the state to access federal resources and equipment to deal with the virus. And the Humane Society of Missouri is making it easier for St. Louis area residents to adopt animals during the stay-at-home period. The organization has shifted to a new virtual adoption process and is offering curbside pickup by appointment at two locations. Here are the numbers. There are now more than 350 cases in Missouri. That includes around 130 in St. Louis County and roughly 45 in the city. St. Charles County is reporting at least 18 cases, and there are roughly four cases in the Rolla area. There have been eight deaths in the state. Health officials in Illinois say there are more than 1,800 positive results in the state. That includes more than 15 in the Metro East. There is one reported case in Adams County. State health officials also report around 20 deaths in Illinois. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Julie O'Donohue tells us how couples planning to get married over the next few weeks are dealing with social gathering restrictions because of the outbreak. As we mentioned, researchers at Washington University are moving forward with a potential COVID-19 treatment. The Food and Drug Administration has given approval to test a blood transfusion process. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen. Researchers plan to ask people who've tested positive for COVID-19 and recovered for at least two weeks to donate blood. Doctors then will transfuse the plasma that contains the antibodies that help fight the virus into the blood of people who have the disease. Dr. Jeff Henderson at WashU says the approach worked during the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic and on a small scale during the SARS outbreak. We've done plasma transfusions for a long time. It's a relatively safe procedure. Henderson says the time it takes to test the treatment depends on the amount of donated blood researchers receive. In the U.S., more than 350 people have recovered from COVID-19. I'm Eli Chen, 
St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri University of Science and Technology students have resumed production of equipment for Phelps Health Medical Center in Rolla. A group of engineering majors designed a mask to protect healthcare workers from coronavirus that can be made using a 3D printer. Production was halted yesterday pending approval by the Food and Drug Administration. But the university and hospital are now optimistic that that approval will be granted and production resumed later on yesterday. The masks cannot be delivered to the hospital until the FDA signs off on them. Workers at St. Louis hospitals and clinics are concerned about having enough equipment to stay safe during this outbreak. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, they fear an expected flood of patients will deplete their supply of masks, goggles, and other safety gear. Equipment such as N95 facial masks keep workers from inhaling the virus. A global-wide demand from both hospitals and the general public has meant there might not be enough. Nurses say they're washing and reusing masks to save supplies. Denise Murphy is senior nurse executive at BJC Healthcare. She says the healthcare system has enough masks to care for COVID-19 patients now, but the health system's 15 hospitals want more. Murphy says BJC Health would buy the masks if they could, but healthy people have bought them and depleted the supply for healthcare workers. The epidemic of fear has added to the shortage of of masks in general. Washington University, Webster University, and other schools are asking their labs to donate masks, goggles, and other supplies to hospitals. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page says college dorms and hotels may have to be used for coronavirus patients. Page does not expect the virus to hit the St. Louis area as hard as other parts of the country. I don't think we'll see what we're seeing in New York because I believe that we got out ahead of this a bit, but we know that this is unpredictable and we are going to be prepared. Page predicts coronavirus to reach its high point in St. Louis at the end of April. Missouri has a 10-person limit on social gatherings to try to contain coronavirus. The cap has upended local wedding plans for many. St. Louis Public Radio's Julio Donahue reports several couples have decided to put off their nuptials until the outbreak slows down. For Sam Wise, 10 people just wasn't going to be enough for his wedding this weekend. Wise, his fiancée Kelly Williams, and their officiant are already three people That left just seven slots for parents, siblings, and possibly a wedding photographer. You know, if you if you look at the wedding party, I mean, our wedding party was five on each side, and if you factor in, you know, if anyone had you know wives or anything like that, you know, tens a really hard number to fit everyone you want to celebrate a wedding with. The bride and groom are going forward with a very small ceremony Saturday. They plan to hold a bigger wedding, the one they wanted all along, on the same day next year. It will be at the Botanical Gardens with a full bridal party and 200 guests, just like they originally planned. A lot of engaged couples started scrambling last week when elected officials dropped the cap on social gatherings to 50 people and then eventually down to just 10 people. It caused them to hastily reschedule their March and April plans. Wedding planner Natalie Carolla says most venues are booked up on the weekends several months in advance. Couples affected by the coronavirus restrictions are having to settle for unusual dates and times. For the majority of them, um, they're moving them till July. They're going to be on weekdays in July. Vendors want to accommodate couples who are moving their wedding to 2021. But vendors are worried about losing money. 
If too many people try to move their weddings, they won't be able to book as many new clients next year. Jeremy Keltner runs a wedding photography business with his wife. He says they can afford to move a few weddings without an additional fee, but they couldn't keep that up for several more months. You know, if restrictions get extended in that through the summer or the fall, that's the only time when we would really get into a really tight spot with not as many options in that for couples to, to take Saturday, uh, other Saturdays in that, because obviously that starts tying up, you know, our Saturdays for next year. Couples aren't just concerned about the 10-person limit. Even if that restriction was lifted, travel bans could make it difficult for people to get to a wedding. It could also be unsafe for high-risk people in large groups for several more months. Coronavirus was already affecting weddings even before the event restrictions went into place. Kalara worked a wedding before the 10-person cap where the bride's sister wasn't able to come. She had been quarantined in North Carolina after international travel. Kalora says they tried their best to incorporate the sister into the wedding remotely. So what I did was I FaceTimed her um, at every activity. We had her propped up um, while girls were getting hair and makeup done. Um, we had a bridesmaid walk down the aisle with the iPad. For Wise and Williams, that's the couple who expected to throw their big wedding Saturday. It's safer to schedule the larger event next year because it's hard to predict what's going to happen over the next few weeks. So much has blindsided them already. Two weeks ago, they picked up their marriage license thinking their big wedding would go forward as planned. We thought everything was going to be fine. Like, we were like, oh my gosh, like, we're going to miss this. We are, we are lucking out. This is going to be somebody else's problem. Now they're calling 200 people to tell them to come to St. Louis next year. I'm Julie O'Donohue, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.